Ladies and gentlemen, from the beautiful Golden Horseshoe in Disneyland, California, we're proud to present the thrilling Golden Horseshoe Review. Jungle Cruise? We should talk about the Jungle Cruise, because that's Jungle actually Cruise was, relevant was badass. news, right? Yeah. Louis, did Re- you know that they just redid that in Tokyo? In Tokyo now. So it's a, it was a fresh new show, um, which interestingly was the longest line that we waited in, too, which also oh, tells yeah. you that those people are very tuned in to what's new and yeah. what's cool, which I guess we are, too. So, you know, same thing. Those people is maybe not. <laughs> but, um, we, uh, we went during the day, and um, the thing that struck me the most about it was that there was, like, a really strong soundtrack and that, like you would turn a corner and there must have been speakers everywhere because the music was great. And somehow combining music with the Jungle Cruise made it like, okay, I'll say 280% better for me. It (laughs) it made those scenes feel uh, a lot more alive than just um, uh, flat environmental noise Mm -hmm. and somebody talking on a microphone. I had a small bone to pick with one of the music choices when you come around the corner to the savannah they kind of busted out some lion king nod to quenya action which oh really felt really like out of actual, place yeah it was literally king? the 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 track and, and that's the moment when the lion is devouring the zebra right <laughs> yes it is Correct. Yeah. Just like yeah. in the movie The Lion King. Circle of Life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that felt really weird. And it also, that felt like a classic last minute change where like some exec came by and said, hey, why didn't you use The Lion King music in there? And they're like, oh, okay. Well, that's a great idea. Um, <laughs> so that kind of bummed me out a little bit. But the rest so, of it was great. So the, the music didn't come from on board? No, no. no it was totally in the environment. Yeah, it's the jungle. Okay, so... Now, the skipper, though, is telling jokes, but you're not understanding. Uh, I don't right? think the skipper is telling jokes. I, it didn't anymore. seem really? too jokey. It seemed way more serious than usual. It yeah. seemed a little bit, because, you know, I don't speak Japanese at all, but right. it sounded to me, it felt like to me, like it was a little bit more of an Indiana Jones type mm. ride. They have, there's three amulets that are hanging from the, so the dashboard mm-hmm. of, the, of the boat, mm-hmm. and the, the skipper gestures to them, so something is going on with those amulets. Yeah, and I so think, there's kind of a mission that you're yeah, on? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it has something, you know, like, like a, the forbidden eye sort or of. Some sort of like, spirit animal thing or something. Yeah. The the last time I went on the Jungle Cruise in Japan, it was clearly the joke edition because most of the jokes were directed at me. <laughs> I didn't understand any of them. But I heard a lot of gaijin and people looking at me and laughing, which made for a very uncomfortable Jungle Cruise. The, the great thing is is they, they did add an entirely new show scene mm. to the Jungle Cruise that actually makes the Jungle Cruise Awesome, you know. I I like the Jungle Cruise, but yeah. it's one of those rides that I can I can take or leave every yeah, time yeah, because yeah. I am kind of tired of it. You know, like this the Skipper Spiel is not that interesting to me yeah. anymore. But if they put this thing yeah. in all the Jungle Cruises, we I would go on the is. Jungle Cruise every time. Yeah, it was because really cool. it is that good, and we I don't I don't even want to spoil it for you guys. No, we won't say what it is because it's amazing and you'll love it. The only one of the only regrets I have from our trip there was that only later when I finally allowed myself to read about this did I discover that they put a whole lot of work into the night. Uh, version of the Jungle Cruise. It looks like they did crazy amounts of um, environmental lighting, like thousands of fireflies, like all sorts of amazing stuff, which we didn't get to see. But next trip. Next trip. Next trip. So all you <laughs> listeners out there, go at night and during the day. Yeah, good Probably idea. Run twice. So their Adventureland is... Com- or is it called Adventureland, first of all? I think so. I think so. It's a combination of Adventureland plus a little of New Orleans Square thrown in, correct? Yeah. That was really weird. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My impression when I went to, this is a while ago, but my impression was 
the Disneyland park kind of felt like a big parade route with sort of like Disney's greatest hits sprinkled around the outside. <laughs> That's exactly what it felt like to That's me, too. That's true. That's totally it's true. Like, it's like the, the executives of the Oriental, Oriental Land Company, which is the company that actually owns the Disney parks over mm-hmm. there. The mm-hmm. Walt Disney Company does not. It's the only place in the world where this is the case. Do we know it's, the actual list of companies that invested in the Oriental Land Company? Because no that would be idea. really interesting. I'll bet it it's like be. a curry restaurant and like, <laughs> you know, Panasonic and, yeah, anyways. And Jemima. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like they, they just come over here with a kind of a checklist, and they're like, yeah. yes, yes, we want that, we want that, we want that. And then the Imagineers are like, okay. I mean, so what's the New Orleans Square area like? They have a Blue Bayou restaurant, yeah, right? It's, it's just it Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. That's it. it. You, you, you pretty much walk through Adventureland, 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 Pirates of the Caribbean, mini mm. New Orleans Square. Yep. Do they have, like, any little shops in there, or yeah. is it just a facade? There were shops, but they, yeah. again, okay. mostly had the same stuff that all the other shops had. Alex, I just remember there was that one shop in Adventureland that actually sold, like, kind of import handcrafted goods from I Africa that, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, that yeah. was one that actually sold something different, but it wasn't attraction-related, so that's kind of interesting. And th- another thing, Louis, that'll totally break your mind is there. there's no train that circles the park. The train just circles a little tiny bit oh, of the park. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, but, so, but it feels about the same length as the train that circles the park. <laughs> so I think I know why this is. Do you guys know why? Mm-hmm. No idea. So from what I hear or read, it was basically because if you're going to make a train system inside of uh, Japan, you legally, <laughs> you legally have to have... Uh, season pass if it has more than one stop. All right. Well, that makes <laughs> That's sense. That's incredible. Yes, and that is totally true from what I understand. Yeah, there's really all sorts funny. of regulations that come into play when, it, when it's more than one stop. Incredible. So this, this is actually a really good segue into something that I want to talk about, is that in Japan, there are a lot of rules <laughs> that I was not expecting, and we got scolded a lot well, for doing things that you wouldn't, you'd never get scolded well, for mostly anywhere for, else. Mostly for taking photos, right? I mean, that's the number uh, one. Well, sitting. Remind me, Alex. Well, so the irony, okay, taking, coming there and taking photos in Japan is right. not is not yes. It's super fascinating. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I Did you guys it. try to put up a victory sign? Was that... <laughs> Like maybe uh, that, that might was have been the, the workaround. As I, long as you're I doing think... a selfie or making a V, then you're good to go. Yeah, if, yeah. Where the photos are concerned, I, I I feel like they think that if you have a camera that's not that that looks yep. a little bit more complicated, that yep. they, that you might be press or a photographer, and they and because I got it, but no one else that had like r- small cameras. There was a lot of you cannot take pictures in the queue. Of an attraction? Yeah. It's like, what on earth? What do you care? Definitely waiting for Fantasmic was a <laughs> hilarious rule fiesta. We're yeah. trying to figure out where we are allowed to sit and not sit. And I mean, I guess that kind of can happen at Disneyland too, but it was it definitely seemed like everybody knew <laughs> what to mm-hmm. do. And we're like, Except for us. Oh, so I can sit on this railing, right? <laughs> like, so nope. basically what you're saying is racial profiling. Yeah, that's pretty much it. We were totally discriminated <laughs> against. Well, it was, uh, you know, it's kind of ironic because I got totally got yelled at at Magic Kingdom the other day for sitting in front of a trash can too. So I don't know. I don't there's, there's well, really not much. You didn't I can know it was actually push. So yeah, maybe there's not so many rules, Alex. Maybe we just get yelled at a lot. But the the, the photo thing really did take me for a loop because yeah, honestly, too. it's like I was I was taking I was documenting the cues that are amazing, right? And it's like they kept telling me no, and then I kept doing it anyway. Well, I mean that's that's the right answer. What are they going to do? Kick you out of the park? Yeah, right? yeah. Because sorry. I'm going to take pictures of this awesome crystal thing right. in this cave. Nobody jokes a lot about the gaijin power which i explained to you which is this you just act like 
you know, you have no idea what's happening or what they're saying, and you can basically do whatever. You have the cheat code of being the gaijin, and I think that that totally worked. And that gets, oh yeah, sorry about the photo, and then immediately take more photos. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're, yeah, you're in Western land. Oh yeah, now. Western you, land. Did you, did you ride the train? Yeah. I was very surprised that the dinosaurs were there. I did not expect that. Oh, I had no idea they had those. I was huh. stunned. Yeah. The the like identical, like the full set of Oh, dioramas. so they weren't better, huh? No, I don't think so. Would you say they were better, Alex? I'd say they were exactly the same. Yeah, me too. I bet I bet that they I, I bet that was oh, that opened with the park and I yeah, bet for it's, sure. the, it's the exact same scene that they have everywhere else. I think so too. I was really shocked by that. And then we also checked out I mean, we checked out everything, really. We ate a lot of food, too. We checked out uh, Tom Sawyer's Island, which was super cool. Yep. Um, took the raft out there, and it was nice. I, I really like the one. It's hard to be the one at Disneyland. That's an incredible place. Um, this one felt almost too open, maybe too safe. What do you think, Alex? Like, yeah. <laughs> it was, although there were, like, some rocks that would never fly here where people would immediately jump on top of them and break their arms or die yeah, you or could whatever. Yeah, all the rocks were easily climbable. That was shocking to me. You could scale everything. Um, I, I will never forget when they put the the California lettering in front of Disney's California Adventure and they used like Futura uh, condensed, yeah. but they raised up the the line on the on F a, extra high and on the A, high, too, yeah. on the a so yeah. people wouldn't <laughs> climb up. I was like, oh man, they modified the font so people wouldn't be idiots. That's kind of amazing. Yep. And we also went on Splash Mountain, which was awesome. It was like totally 100% functional, which was awesome. Yeah. Not Light, a lighting single, effects all working. Nothing was off. Um, Animatronics in the queue, which I really oh, enjoyed. Yeah, there's, the this, owl, there's this owl the that talks owl. to you in the queue. You that can was cool. wake him up. And, I could have uh, totally reached up and touched him, too. No oh, yeah, question about it. Easily. Yeah. And uh, the, the other neat thing about that is the loading area of of uh, Splash Mountain there is in a is in a room that's like five stories tall. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, it f- felt like you were fully rock worked in like, a real cave. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. There are two things that I wanted to point out uh, from Tom Sawyer's Island before we move on. Oh yeah, please. It was like uh, Cable noticed that we were up in the there's like a treehouse there, right? And you go up to the treehouse, and up in the top there's there's a little a little piece of like carved out graffiti that's like you know Tom plus Becky. Mm-hmm. And it's the only piece of graffiti that's carved <laughs> in there yep. at all. <laughs> Can you imagine seating, literally seating, carving graffiti, yeah, showing them what to do in an interior space in the wood, and not having there be fourteen thousand? That was shocking. That was a really enlightening moment. And then at the bottom of that treehouse, there's this little stream that pours out. Oh yeah! And you can you can take this one. No, I mean, it, there, there's basically a stream that comes out, and there's a path next to the stream, and there's rocks in the middle of the stream, and it's totally open. Like, it's to- like there's no fence along the side. The, the path, basically, the left edge of it is the stream. And that was another one of those, like, safety changes that would never in a million years happen in Anaheim or Florida. No, you could, have, you... And it wasn't filled with coins? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no <laughs> coins. No People... yellow tape. No People fence. could easily step into that, and I mean, it was, it, yeah, you're right about the yellow tape. If it did exist, it would be nothing but caution tape all yes. the way along the edge yes. of it. And and the there were stairs next to it, and those stairs wouldn't even be there. It'd be, it'd be like a ramp path That's that was absolutely like eight, true. eight feet wide. The <laughs> only theory that I could cook up on, on you know, I mean, 
a Japanese garden would have exactly the same thing, would have exactly the same path next to a stream or mm-hmm. stones in a pond that you cross. And that's maybe just something that you're used to that, you know, don't step in the water, you moron, like going around it. Yeah. So that was super interesting. I found this fascinating when I was there. The signage, the names of the rides were English, mm-hmm. right? Yep, for sure. All of them. That's that's weird, right? It is weird. But there's also, I mean, that's kind of a thing over there, right? Where English words and English uh, signage is kind of like a cool or fashionable thing. Like magazines will have English names and then subtitles in Japanese and stuff. And that's super weird, of course, for us because we would never imagine anything here being in a foreign language with an English subtitle unless it was like a French restaurant or whatever. But, um, yeah, it certainly made it easy to be a guest, right? Yeah. That yeah. was nice. Although, the you know, the, the, the ride audio was in Japanese everywhere. Right. So there, nothing was in English. Except, Except for our little translator. Maybe. But we'll get to that. Yeah. The, the Magic Eye Theater. <laughs> yes. Or whatever it was called. Yep. Magic Lamp? Magic Lamp Theater? Magic yeah. Lamp, yeah. Don't yeah. forget, before we move on from Splash Mountain, the biggest interesting change, since we're on the theme of cultural changes, do you want to talk about that, Alex? The, the fact that you don't get wet? Yes. <laughs> what? You don't, you don't get, get wet. wet. You, you just don't, don't get wet. Not a drop you, of water you, gets you, on you. You do not like get wet. Like, you can't? You just you, don't. You don't. It doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that sounds awesome. It was awesome. That, yeah, I think yeah, that sounds cool. amazing. Not a single parka to be seen. No parka sales out front. Nothing. Nope. I mean, nope. you literally and nobody, do not get nobody does it because they know. Well, what I read about this after the fact is this all ties into the fact, something that we haven't talked about yet about the guests. They dress up. They look awesome. They're, uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot of girls and, um, you know, young people and they will, the girls that will often have matching outfits or like a lot of the stuff that like you do, Louis. I mean, like that, that's almost. Yeah. Part, so everyone, more everyone common. makes a day for it. Yeah. For sure they yeah. do. And the, what I read is they re- intentionally reduce uh, steam effects, water effects, anything like that, because they don't want to get wet. They dressed up nicely right. to go to Disneyland. You mm, don't want right. to be soaked. You're not going to go on that ride if you're going to get wet. Yeah, I think I, that is a I great should, change. <laughs> yeah, I should say, I mean, uh, every time that I've ever been to Disneyland with someone else, trying to ride anything that you will get wet, someone in the party is resistant. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. And and it's it's totally it's totally reasonable. It I I totally get it. It does ruin it when you're like, "Oh, but I want to ride that." But cuz I know that there's really cool stuff that I want to see in Splash Mountain, but I don't want to get wet. Yeah. So then you have to wait till the end of the day because you're like, "Oh, no, but we're going to have dinner and I don't want to change yep. and whatever." Yep. Yeah. yep. Yep. And the thing that's hard about Splash Mountain is you don't know if you're going to get wet in the US water. Like you might, you might not. Like it yeah. seems kind you of random. You may get wet. You may. Are you sitting in the front? Are you sitting in the back? Is it yeah. a heavy boat? I mean, you don't know. So anyways, I really like that. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I think I the wish. Splashdown pool just has half as much water in it. Yeah. I okay, right. so I mean, it still has the enormous drop. It's just yep. that there's still it's just water that the water's shallower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's just so. that the water's shallower. I think it's yeah, shallower. Okay. Did you know that no. going in or not? Well, cuz I'm wondering like did you not notice that there's no water in the boat when you sat in it? Oh, oh I didn't even look. Question. Yeah. I didn't even look either. In retrospect, I probably should have noticed, huh, why is this dry? Yeah. <laughs> but it was awesome. Does the train run through Splash Mountain at all? No. No. It runs right. very close to Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah. And close to Splash Mountain, right? Didn't it kind of go around it? Mm, like yeah. when we exited, there was kind of a train track, I think, nearby. But close, close to it. Yeah. Not in it. Not in yeah. it. Yeah. 
The one thing I really liked about Splash Mountain there is that they actually plussed the surrounding areas to mm. a, to a point where you really kind of felt like this was a place where a lot of critters lived. Because like all over the place, there's like little houses and like little huts and that was cool awesome. places where all the Splash Mountain characters live, and they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's re- that was really neat. Although it was the w- the one weird thing about it is it's kind of hard to find your way. There's like all this <laughs> stuff down there, yeah. but it's really misleading on how to get there because everything kind of looks like it's just a path out of the ride when it's not. It's a path into a bunch of restaurants and neat yeah. things down there but like we didn't we couldn't tell where anything was i wondered how much of that was just my conditioning that like critter country there's nothing there right yeah, maybe, <laughs> like, maybe. there's no point yeah, yeah it's just a bathroom in there don't don't even go <laughs> critter bathroom <laughs> yeah it was a good ride that was oh, super well fun. what actually that's a good question i have do you were there any single person bathrooms that you found Single person bathrooms? Oh, well, I mean, like the secret tiki room one. Yeah, so there was a tiki room bathroom. Yeah, which there was. Really oh no way! <laughs> yeah, it was, You're and kidding. it was uh, microscopic. Yeah, it was I, tiny I, and weird. <laughs> again, I'm I'm a huge fan of a pre ADA bathroom <laughs> with <the> tiny, <laughs> tiny doors. I mean, it's just it's just fascinating because it's obviously they would never build anything like that today. The thing that's interesting about um, Japanese. Uh, public restrooms or restrooms in general is that there's there's three there's the the men the women and then there's a handicapped one which is separate um and it has a lot of interesting features it has always has an automatic door with really big buttons on the front so you can open and shut the door um which makes a ton of sense and uh it's totally kitted out to be more comfortable and navigable i think and i think that that was kind of their solution to this problem was that it's going to be really hard for us to retrofit uh a lot of really old bathrooms to accommodate wheelchairs we'll just add a third one everywhere we have bathrooms so that yeah that was kind of interesting there was the really tiny bathroom and then the a pretty spacious uh, handicap bathroom next to it. Yep. Bathroom facts. <laughs> it's a thrilling podcast. I, I like that as a separate little one-minute podcast that we bathroom have. Just, just, just Japanese bathrooms. You're listening to bathroom facts. <laughs> Japanese bathrooms, uh, as an aside, are also awesome. Yes. Pretty much just in general. Were all the, were all the awesome. Tokyo Disneyland ones yep. the same way? Yep. All, all bathrooms. Except for, except for that one. That I, I can't. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what's I next. Can't I can't even do this one. What was the one? You know, with the tiny, with the weird toilet on the floor. Oh, you I, don't like a floor toilet? Yeah, the, no. <laughs> the floor toilet is, is basically. I, I wanted Alex to use the floor toilet. <laughs> no way. So There's no way. Bad. It's basically the Japanese version of the trough sure, from, from yes. America. Yeah, Both of which give bad. me high. At least you have some privacy. <laughs> can't, can't even the trough is the worst. The trough is the worst. It really is. <laughs> the old tr- hitching post, we should, call it. <laughs> there should be a trigger I warning mean, on tro- any bathroom the- that has a trough. <laughs> It's so the bad. trough thing is mostly for uh, for like high volume yeah. venues, sports like uh, sports venues. Yeah, yeah, which is the, also the worst place to have the trough. By the way, <laughs> yeah, that's totally. <laughs> There's no true. worst place for me. In the yeah, that world. person is so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so the floor, <laughs> this, this bathroom cast is great. So the floor toilet. <laughs> Alex wouldn't do it. I really tried. I really was looking for no, there's no way <laughs> I'm using that thing. Hunkering down and yeah. It's, it's like you're trying to start a fire or something. You can, I, I just couldn't even <laughs> Well, it is fascinating, you gotta admit that, that, that I think we saw that at the airport and that it was clearly labeled. <laughs> there was a stall that was it the icon. It kind of looks like a shoe. <laughs> it's kind of like <laughs> Yeah, it looks like you a know, slipper. A, but like a slipper. For yeah. a 
giant is totally labeled. <laughs> and then the other two were traditional toilet logos and had traditional toilets. So yeah. it, it, really, it's all about choice. And who could complain about having more choice? Alex, you should have used the floor toilet. No, no. The other ones are great. They have, a, they have, <laughs> they have, they have features that I really enjoyed. <sighs> but, but you have to contact something. You have to come in contact with something. I think that's uh, the, it's the only uh, advantage of the floor toilet. I You're hovering. So. But what, You're if hovering. You, what if you fall? Yeah, see, like, what if you topple thing. over like a weeble? <laughs> that's a what serious well, problem. A serious well, everyone, problem. thanks for listening to Toilet Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Squarespace. You can, <laughs> you, can hit your, you can hit your head. You can make a mess. So the bathroom at the Tiki Room still existed, which was pretty okay, awesome because that was awesome. I needed to use a bathroom, and I'm like, hmm. And there, it is the building exactly the same? Is that why? No. Oh wait, no, it's like the Florida oh, one. Yeah. Isn't it? It's mm-hmm. much like the Florida one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no Iago and no Zazu. Sure, sure. But, so uh, uh, Fantasyland. Yeah. So we, uh, you might be grumpy about this. We didn't hit too many of the traditional Fantasyland dark rides. We kind of. Just, <laughs> <laughs> they have the classic problem of still having enormous lines, right? And yeah. like really tight queues. And so but we, we did go to. What? Go ahead. You can't say now is that they were all better because you're right. You don't know. I can't say that. I got to go God. back. Louie, when are you going? Do they still have Cookie right, Bird Jamboree? Go. They did, they and we didn't do that either. Yep. I was kind oh, of wow, about that. but it's all in Japanese. <laughs> that would have been incredible. They're singing Western songs <laughs> in Japanese. It's the best thing. How could you not do this? Davy Crockett in Japanese, and you have to pass it up? <laughs> I really oh, God, that's the now. first thing I do. I really regret it now. Yeah, that would have been awesome. That We ended up doing, in Fantasyland, what did we do? We did Philhar Magic. Philhar Magic. Because I was know. curious about that, and it was good. I mean, it's good. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, it's a small world world is kind of in fantasy land there right that yep. counts yeah yep. right in the middle and that was just straight up it's small world although it had a huge indoor loading area that was pretty cool I just like an enormous mural i think oh, is it the i same? think it's actually the same as yeah, magic okay. Kingdoms, except it's except the mural is much better got it and that was it. I mean, Pooh's Honey Hunt was over there. We didn't go to Toontown. Um, oh, yeah. We forgot to go to Toontown. Yeah, we just totally forgot. Yeah. A- and f- in Tomorrowland, we pretty much only hit Monsters, Inc. I, and we talked about doing Star Tours, but we did not because we figured it was basically identical. They got the new version. The, the We can talk a little bit about the design in Tomorrowland. It was pretty awesome because it was basically untouched 80s yeah. I mean, they didn't try to do the 90s uh copper redo of tomorrowland yeah, never it never got was, jules verne yes it was i mean all of the signage was basically unchanged and it was like it to me as kind of like a 80s epcot man it felt like that which was awesome it felt really cool to be in that space again even though it wasn't cool at all and in fact it was probably dated for yeah. everybody else who was there and does not appreciate this from a historical personal perspective but um it seemed like that was the one area of the park that seemed the most and i guess this happens to most tomorrowland but it felt the most like it could use some change or some updating or some yeah. fixing yeah <laughs> tale as old as time for tomorrowland i did make sure that alex saw what was it called? Pizza? Oh God! Oh yeah! Oh, was it Klaatu's Pizza Review or something? Crazy pizza what robot. What was that thing called? I can't remember. I, I, pizza P- bot sad. But it has a, an amazing port? pizza making robot. There's a show. There's a show with a dude sitting at a thing and he's got a pizza machine and he's telling you all about how he makes the pizzas and like uh, there's like a tomato smushing. I think it was really weird. This is a put, real thing. This yeah. is in the pizza restaurant. It's like and, and why is this not in Red Rockets Pizza Port? Yeah, <laughs> question. Should Red be. Rockets Budget Port. <laughs> yeah, wait, a long time ago they used to have. Uh, uh, in their carousel theater, they had a ride called Meet the
the world. Yes. Which was a weird – I never yes. saw it, but it was a weird I thing did. about Japan. You did. How was it? The first time I went, it was – I think that was the last year that it existed. Yeah. And – of course, I lost my mind because it was, again, untouched chunk of 1983 or whatever. And right. it was, uh, I was, I get that feeling where, like, I'm so glad I'm seeing this right now because this will not exist very long. It was a really weird, uh, the way that a lot of things from the 70s and 80s can make you very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, <laughs> the music, it was very uncomfortable. Um, the the I remember the film being very dark. It was sort of telling a history of Japan. Pan, um, and it had a theme song that was totally written by the Sherman Brothers of all things <laughs> that played during the inn, and of course got as it will happen got stuck in my head forever. Um, it had this crane character that was kind of it was uh, and even the the lettering on the outside the Meet the World lettering it was very close to like the Sega font right like it was that type of lettering right. I. I totally loved it, but again, not because it was necessarily good, but just because it was this like time capsule that was still there and somehow still operating. Right, and and right. the other thing that they had the first time I went was also the Mickey Mouse review. Is that right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which was a big old animatronic show uh, with all of the, you know, all of the gang in a Pulled band. straight from Orlando. It was in Orlando originally. No way. Yes. It, like they didn't clone it. They literally moved it. They literally or... moved it. Yeah. No, it was, it was where wow. PhilharMagic was, is Incredible. now in Orlando. And in huh. 1980, they packed it up and shipped it Whoa. off. <laughs> so that was pretty cool too. But Meet the World was amazing. And it, like the song is stuck in my head right now. Yeah. I have a Tokyo Disneyland soundtrack. Lou, you might have it as well that has the Meet the World song on it, which is definitely worth listening to. But the whole thing was amazing and weird and dark and felt really strange. Ah, yep. So what Got is it. that building today? That yeah. is Monsters, Inc. It is. Okay. All right. They, they, I think they just tore the whole thing down and replaced it with Monsters, Inc. Okay. Um, yep. And so, and then next to that, you have Star Tours, which is in a really funky building. Yeah, Um is. It almost looks like, like, like oil refinery. Yeah. <laughs> like, it actually reminds me of the show building, the giant crazy show building of the Jurassic Park ride at Universal. Totally, totally. It has the exact same look to it, this weird yeah. sort of hulking Big uh, old thing of a building. Yeah. With like air ducts on the outside like that were clearly functional, not show. It was really weird. But cool. And then there was an Autopia, which we didn't do. Which wasn't called Autopia, right? It was called something else. It was like else. something Speedway. Yeah. Tomorrowland Speedway. Speedway. That's it. Yeah. That's it. They also have the um the old uh, rocket yes. uh, rockets that are up on a platform that used to be at Disneyland, the, the old Star Jets. Yeah, I was talking to the cable about that. It freaked me out how there was nothing on that middle floor. Yeah. Just nothing. <laughs> Only there to provide height for the Star Jets. Right. So they could sit on top of a three-story, you know, a three-story building. That's really weird. Because that's where, oh. like you said, that's where the people mover would go, right? And yes. there's no people yeah, mover. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, the yeah. same building as in Florida, except it's sitting off and it's kind of in this weird space by itself, no connection to anything. So it looks like there's supposed to be a people mover, but isn't? Correct. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there isn't even a track there, just a level? Nothing. Just a platform. Well, an empty level. Oh, by the way, Grand Circuit Raceway. Uh. Thank you. And I think Tomorrowland was the only spot where I my picky disney brain noticed like wear and tear and that was in that one restaurant alex where it popped oh, yeah. in because oh they had a oh god i i had to order it uh it was a chicken sandwich with ratatouille 
<laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like on a sandwich? And so I was in no way hungry, but this is vacation mode. So I went in and ordered it and it was as advertised. It was the Mickey shaped bun, uh, chicken sandwich, but the ratatouille was like peppers and, and I don't know, zucchini, zucchini and the yeah. sauce and everything. It was like topped with ratatouille. It's really weird, but actually pretty good. Yeah. But that, that restaurant definitely had like the wall had like, scuff marks on it where the paint was totally peeled off and stuff and i like it's very very hard to find anything like that in these parks i think that's going to be one of maybe three things that i saw that were like that yeah that restaurant reminded me a lot of the odyssey that's been shuttered yes. at epcot forever it was almost exactly like that which mm-hmm. is too bad because all those restaurants are great they're so cool looking and it's too bad that they they seem to get the most neglect out of anything in any disney park Alex, overall impression of that park? What did you think of Tokyo Disneyland proper? I, I liked it a lot. Um, I didn't love it though. It, it sort of felt like it. It just. It just. In the same way, it's, it sort of feels like a checklist of things. It's. It sort of feels cobbled together in yeah. a way that is not as cohesive as the other parks are. You know, it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it was designed holistically. It was designed kind of by committee. <laughs> um. And yeah, I agree. It, it's it's fun. It's great, but it but it has that it has just so, this sort of off feel off feeling to it. You know, we're totally spoiled from Disneyland, right? Which is the canonical greatest, most lived in feeling, most yeah. natural, like uh, compact, cool. You know, totally. so it's it's really hard to compete with that. I don't know. I haven't spent too much time in Florida, so I don't really know. Like, well, let me ask you this: like comparing Tokyo Disneyland with like Magic Kingdom, like it's, how it's similar. Okay, and I, and I feel the, almost the same way about the Magic Kingdom, and it's like it's like I like it, but like it doesn't it doesn't flow with itself, mm. you know. It just sort of feels like like some things are great, like the, the giant castle is really cool, that's really fun, but it's like it feels too big, and it doesn't it doesn't have enough stuff to fill in the spaces. Did <laughs> well, did it feel too big? It felt even bigger than Magic Kingdom. And really? I think it is so it felt like there was a, so but it felt like there was more space. Oh yeah, absolutely because yeah, the ro- sure. the roads are all half again as wide as the roads in the Magic Kingdom which are already huge. So it's it's it feels like there are and it's, it's because of what it is. The parade corridors are huge because everyone loves parades. So they have to be able to accommodate all the people. I don't like parades. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and Wait, let's, do, okay, do let's all talk three about... of you guys not like parades? Yes, is that this is a true. thing of this? Pa- oh, I man. like I like the night parades. Come I'm an, on, I'm a night parade man. I like a night parade. So yeah, I don't like the cable, day parades. So cable, it's not so much that I dislike <laughs> parades. Okay, it's that I don't like what they do to the park. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. You're talking about like congestion and yes. and and people. Yeah, that yeah, I agree. With it you. becomes okay. it becomes a big thing when I'm like in Adventureland. I'm like. Oh God! To get to Tomorrowland now is the worst thing yeah. possible. You have to go yeah, outside right. the you're park totally and right. scale over yeah. the wall. Yeah, I, actually, I, I'll I, say I like the parades better than like the nighttime shows, than, better than like Phantasmic and oh Fireworks because I think God, they Greg. they mess with the park less than those things do. Phantasmic uh, is like the, the pinnacle of everything for me. Like not not <laughs> ride wise, but I love that show so yeah. much. Yeah, um, but I can understand why you don't like it. That's totally fine. So, <laughs> I just, <laughs> Here's the thing that you're going to love about parades in Japan. 
They're all 50 hours long. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that lo- sounds They great. are long parades. <laughs> even, even Okay, so I like parades mostly just on a fundamental level where there's something cool and inspiring to me to seeing people performing, like like dancing and singing and playing instruments and stuff. I, it triggers some sort of like uh, automatic thing in me where I'm like, wow, that feels great. It's really cool to see people doing cool music creative things however <laughs> the, the, a little parade can go a long way yes. and in japan a long parade goes a very too long way they were very very long yes <laughs> to the point where it's like oh my god we've seen enough please yeah oh there was actually god. one point at the after the electrical night parade oh where i god. had to wake cable up <laughs> he did he woke because me up. he had fallen he had fallen asleep <laughs> it was jet lag i'll say it was jet lag but it i did was also the parade because i almost fell asleep too yeah <laughs> All I know is that we're sitting watching this parade, and all of a sudden I just feel this tap on my shoulder, and I had no idea where I was. It was extremely confusing. I'm probably, then, lucky. I'm probably lucky I didn't get punched. Yeah, <laughs> just reflexively, yeah. The the second time I fell asleep, this, again, we're waking up at like 4 in the morning and then staying up until 11 or whatever. But when we got our lottery tickets to that amazing night show, like about three-quarters of the way through the incredible projection castle spectacular i did completely fall asleep only to be woken up by two large propane fire jets <laughs> that exploded next to me that and you want to talk confusing wake-ups all i felt was the heat and my body like freaked out and jumped i literally thought i was dying or burning alive it was so weird it was not a good not a good situation for me but um yeah i should have slept a little bit more and in contrast to that the fireworks show lasts <laughs> okay. lasts for four minutes so this was and i'm not Whoa. exaggerating it's four minutes long. I think I timed it at like maybe three and a half. I, the, the, <laughs> it's this very is, short. The, on my list of things that I was the, uh, before I sat down to talk, I was trying to think of like, is there any you know thing that I would have as a criticism or a thing that I saw that was a problem? I think you know the, there's some a little bit of wear and tear in Tomorrowland, and definitely the fireworks show was one of the things where we looked at each other like, what? Like the fireworks <laughs> basically started. There's like this big build up, you know, and we're like, oh great, here we go, and then the like class. The show is over. Music starts playing. You know, like the lights so kind of come up, and they're like, is, "Okay, have a good time." And I'm just like, "What the?" Hell? I really want that to be the song. Yeah. actually, <laughs> everyone a good time. Yeah. So I mean, does that does everyone everyone knows that right? That it's short. They must they must. So well, because what I'm wondering is, I mean, culturally, mm. the the parade thing might seem more like a a, a showy japanese thing whereas fireworks are so an american thing for sure we love yeah. fireworks yeah, yeah yeah for sure and and, and except they're ma- all made in china <laughs> yeah which is pretty awesome maybe <laughs> it's, it's right like across the way <laughs> it could be the other way around like we think of the fireworks sure. as the main event right and maybe right. maybe that's just like the little touch at the end they had scheduled the fireworks right before the castle show and so I one of the clues I think that we had that the fireworks are going to be different than we expected is that I'm used to that intense and this is part of what you hate that intense crowd that just like fills in all available space prior to a fireworks show which 
it always makes me kind of stressed out. Like, where am I supposed to stand and how am I supposed to do this? But that didn't, I mean, the walkways were completely clear, except for the people seated for the, for the show. So it was clear that like, this was whatever was about to happen was not going to be a big deal. And it definitely wasn't any chance that it was like regulation that was forcing it to be short. I think that is a thing. What we think might be a thing. We, we noticed the next day that the fireworks are shot between the two parks the show is for both parks. They play the music in both oh, parks. Oh, that is really interesting. interesting. So not only were the fireworks short, but they were far away. Mm. Um, they they were not what we're used to where you're literally surrounded by pyrotechnics in, but in Disneyland. did they have to close anything? No. no. Nothing closed. See, that's, that's the best part. That's the best part. I would be even okay with fireworks happening all day yes. if it meant that things didn't have to close down. Sure, okay. And and, and regulation-wise, Greg, one thing that I noticed that was interesting is in the guide, under the description of you know the fireworks show, was an asterisk that was like, please be advised that there may be some ash that falls on Whoa. guests or whatever. It was really hmm. interesting that like they had to call that out, and that wow. triggered my... There's a regulation here, <laughs> thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or people are maybe really sensitive to it because, like, I know traditionally uh, there's really bad allergy problems in Japan for some reason, um, mm-hmm. more so than here. So maybe, like, the smoke and stuff is a problem. I don't, I'm totally guessing, and I hope that we can get the real answers. But um, it, was, it was very short. <laughs> it was very short. <laughs> 